0: to we'll another exciting edition of the what is this the pointless exercise <laughs> I guess it's just pointless exercise it's not the pointless exercise podcast it's pointless no. exercise um, this is the third ever but it's just the long continuation of seven seasons of the discipio podcast so uh, back from a we took as much time off as we could actually we just kept waiting for the Cubs to do something right they never did anything but Sam is back. So, welcome back, Sam. Nice to be here. And uh, please uh, tell the listeners uh, how they can get more, even more Sam Fells.
1: Well, if, if that's a thing they would want, um, <laughs> you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Fellsgate, uh, F E L S G A T E. I post all of the stuff that I write at faxesfromunkeldale.com. There where I write about the Hawks and Cubs and very occasionally the Bears, though I stay away from that as much as I can. Uh, so that's where you can find me. So at Fellsgate, com. But I have to warn the listeners of this dear podcast, this may be the last Cubs podcast I do with you. Really? Because I fear that this, the rest of this offseason, something will happen that will cause me to turn my Cub fan card in. I have been saying that since the rumors started, and I feel a Chris Bryant trade would probably be more than I can take. So I'm just putting that out there. But, uh, you know, everything else I can – it's, uh, it's, it's actually startling the amount I've already lived with with this ownership group. But uh, the the idea that the Cubs can't afford their greatest ever player – too much for me. I uh, you you wait generations for a player like Chris Bryant. You rebuild, you tear everything down so that you can draft a player like Chris Bryant. And the idea that the uh, hedge fund bros have come to baseball is a little much for me to take. The idea that they can do it better and cheaper, I just I just can't get behind it.
0: Well, I, the biggest problem with the with the Cubs is that they got the Omaha version. Of the hedge fund bros uh-huh. who don't really know anything, right? Exactly. Da- <clears throat> Daddy bought them a baseball team. Yeah, and they th- think that they had something to do with it. And it's they don't. I don't know. They don't have anything uh, to do with any of the good shit.
1: <laughs> I don't know how many years of business school one must attend to realize that when you need to redo your organization, you just hire the best guy available. But well, that's essentially what they did with Theo Epstein.
0: Yeah, and things went pretty well until they stopped letting him do his job. Right. Um, so
1: uh what's more upsetting and and, and I, I wanna be somewhat fair, I read uh, Brett's breakdown on, on Bleacher Nation about a month ago about how it affects their revenue sharing rebates, and that's that's a that's a chunk of change that you would notice. I I don't want to be callous about that. Uh, it's not just the luxury tax bill. But, you know, he has this interview. He's like, well, we did go $500 million over our budget to redo everything in Wrigley and have our new buildings. And they're joking about it. Like, no one was fired for that. Yeah. Um, like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> shit happens. We lost $500 million. And now you're telling me that the 20 to $30 million that you would lose in in uh, revenue sharing rebates and stuff the way the CBA works. Well, that's crippling that, that we can't have that. So we're just going to punt on this season and possibly next season. And I, I don't find any way that five seasons of contention, if you even consider last season, a season of contention, which you might not is is acceptable to anybody. And, uh, it's just I, it's, it's it's just it's too much I, I feel like it's too much. I know that I sat there through Addison Russell and I know that I sat there through their Trump fundraisers and all the other gross shit that the Rickets have done but uh, you know how much more can you take and uh, even even trading Jose Quintana I guess I get although you wouldn't have much of a rotation the idea that this this team that, that has the second most expensive ticket in baseball. Draws three million fans, has every luxury suite known to man that I'm not allowed in, and I don't think you're allowed in either, Andy. <laughs> the, um, the idea that they they just can't afford it, I, I, you know, I, I don't know how anyone can stand for that, and I, I know that there certainly won't be any boycotts or rebellion of any kind. They'll still sell their three million tickets, uh, but I don't. It, it's hard. It's really hard to get behind if, if that's if that's how this call goes down. Now. I have a theory, if you'll allow me to prattle on.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: Uh, that I think Theo Epstein is going to keep the price for Chris Bryant so ridiculously high that he's unable to trade him. And he's going to have to go to the Ricketts and spring trade. He's like, well, I tried, but I'm not going to make a bad baseball trade simply to placate you. So he's either going to have to stay here, or you're going to have to fire me to bring someone in to trade him. That's my theory, and it's not so much a theory as a hope. But uh, from all the reports we get, there, there, the asking price on Chris Bryant is ridiculous high, which it should be. Yeah, and I would not be surprised if no team decides they're going to match it.
0: So, so in this ultimatum scenario, is he wearing the gorilla suit at the time? Yes, everything but the head. <laughs> yeah, and then he puts that on, and, and then when out. he gets fired, he puts the head on, and he walks out that 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 would be my guess. Yeah, the only thing about all that that I disagree with is I don't give a shit about their r- loss of <laughs> revenue sharing. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um because it's not like we here's the biggest problem with this is we are stuck with this family for generations. There is never going to be a reason for them to sell this team. They own this
1: team long long after you and I are dead.
0: So if if during one of these <clears throat> unique bouts of competence (laughs) spend whatever it takes until you're there's going to be plenty of years to make money this is the time right now when you did all this stuff where you got you built this core that even though the core is not as big as we thought there's still a core there actually that should that should help them they have fewer guys to pay because some of them turned out to be dog shit so (laughs) take the three or four that are as good as you thought they were going to be and Here's a novel idea, pay them. Right. And build this team around them and yes, it may cost you some money in the short term, but you're going to make it back. You're not they're not, you know, they don't need to have a bake sale so they could, you know, feed the kids. <laughs> Daddy is selling the business for 26 billion 26 billion dollars. So I have a hard time when when Brett wrote that thing out on Bleacher Nation and you read my first thought was the it confirmed my suspicion that the whatever they want to call it the luxury tax the competitive balance level whatever is uh it's a boogeyman created by the owners Mm -hmm. the penalties are not onerous but they somehow have convinced fans that oh god it's terrible if we go over it and the thing we used to always hear was well the first year's not so bad the second year but then the third year you lose draft picks Well, you don't, your draft pick drops 10 spots. Right. And chances are, if you're spending that much money, you've got a good team. And so it's not dropping from one to 11. It's dropping hopefully from, you know, 30 to 40.
1: That would be the idea.
0: So I don't give a shit about that either. So I read (laughs) that whole thing and I came out of it with like, I had very little sympathy for their plight. Now I have none.
1: Now I just, now I just
0: really don't care. It's not, it's, it's, To me, if you look at that, it's not bad business to go over the luxury tax. It's bad business to not when you have to. It's not a permanent punishment. It's a temporary punishment. And so take it. But what it shows is that they won a World Series. And everything they do now is, eh, it'd be nice if we won another one. They don't think it was worth it. No, I'm sure they don't.
1: Um, At least, uh, you can certainly say that about the Red Sox, who clearly have decided that they're uh, World Series that they apparently cheated to get, which I don't really get into, uh, wasn't worth it. So they're gonna they're gonna trade Mookie Betts because they don't want to give him the thirty five million a year he has most certainly earned.
0: They at least though had the good taste to win four of them before uh, he you, did it. you
1: beat me to the point punch. They could at least go to their fans and say, "Hey, we gave you four of yeah. these over fifteen years or so." Um, where the Ricketts can only say we've only been to and won one. So yeah. I think if this, if this were in a vacuum and they weren't afraid of their public, well, not of their public, but if they weren't afraid of their fellow owners and the commissioner, the, uh, the, the owners would tell you, well, it's not the luxury tax we care about. It's the, it's the losing the revenue sharing rebates and all that. But you can't say that because then you're complaining about a CBA that's up in two years and would be ammo for the players' union. Yeah. They would walk in and say, well, your owners even hate this system, so we have to change it.
0: Well, and I'm sure that the, when the players' union looked at the thresholds that they were set up in the CBA, they looked at them and went, you know, those penalties aren't that bad. These owners who really want to win are going to go over it, but none of them go over it. And if they do, they hop back as quick as they possibly can.
1: I don't think the players ever look at the CBA, <laughs> and that includes Tony Clark. I think they just said, "Hey, we're getting sweets on the road," and that yeah, was enough for
0: them. That's probably true.
1: Um, they definitely did not do their work. This is why you don't have a former player be doing your negotiating. It's, it's a lawyer's job. Um, but yeah, I don't. You know, blaming them is not is not the point here. Uh, I mean, I totally understand, I don't, I don't, to me, I don't really care if they lose 30 million more because I still think they make money.
0: Yes. That's, it's not like, oh my God, we're going to lose 30 million this year. Right. Now we're 30 million in the hole. It's like, oh, we're going to lose 30 million and we're going to have to lay on this big pile of cash that has $30 million less in it than we wanted it. Well, by
1: so if you do some rough math, just some rough math. And this is not this doesn't encapsulate nearly the things that go into the the hawks, the Cubs coffers. But if you take three million and multiply it by seventy five, which is the average Cubs ticket, it's two hundred and twenty five million dollars right there. Yep. There's, and that's your, not,
0: there's your that's, payroll and you haven't accounted for anything else yet. <laughs> right. That's not luxury
1: suites, that's not all the stuff outside the park, that's not merchandise, that's not your T V deal. It's not beer.
0: It hasn't beer. factored in
1: beer yet. Um, so it would not be, if we said the Cubs took in grossed $400 million a year, would we think that's low or we think that's high?
0: I wouldn't think it's high.
1: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So that's the numbers you're dealing with. Yeah. So even if your payroll is 225 million and you tack on the 7 million in penalties or whatever, and then another 30 million, you're still, to me, 120 million in the,
0: in the clear there. They and that doesn't, you know, we talked about they they claim, and it's dubious. This is this family. I I refuse to believe any numbers they throw out, given that we've seen what a Todd Ricketts property tax appeal form looks like. <laughs> yes. So when they say we went over by a hundred percent, I wonder if they know. That 100% means it's double. I don't know that they know that. I don't know that they know that. Right? Um, but even if they did, so how did they, who's the guy in charge of that project? Crane Kenny, right? How did they punish Crane? Hey, Crane, well, ha, ha, why don't you set up the TV network for us too? That
1: no one wants.
0: No, and, it's, and of course, as we all saw coming down the pike for years, here they are now. Roughly, they won't give you a launch date. That's all. That's all. That's what. What's your first date? We don't know. What do you mean you don't know? It's your fucking TV network. Somebody's. There's a button to hit, right? Somebody knows what day to press the button. Somebody flips the switch. Um, they they're still not on Comcast. They're not on the the the. I mean, I have DirecTV, so I'm perfectly happy that they. I was amazed, but Sinclair rammed that through for them.
1: Well, I have streaming. So I don't even know, and my PS view ends in a week. So I don't know. I yeah, you know they're not know on which, YouTube,
0: right? You don't know which one to get if you want to watch the Cubs because they haven't worked out a deal with any of them yet.
1: I might just move and then watch them on the uh, extra innings. That's that's maybe
0: that's maybe that's what I'll do. Yeah, you can go to go somewhere warmer and then you can watch all the games.
1: <laughs> right. Um, um, but which it, is funny because I just had my Cubs season ticket draft right before this, but you know, life is strange. Yeah. Well, what's okay? So Theo Epstein comes in, and I, they wouldn't. He wouldn't have. They wouldn't have hired him without him saying, "Here's what. I, here's the plan. Here's what I'm going to do." And you don't know what the names are that, when you hire him. But by the time they draft Chris Bryant, it's pretty clear. Okay, here are the five or six guys we're going to build the team around. Here's where they are all going to be free agents. We have to know. This is what we're probably going to pay. This is what the CBA is. It's all laid out there for you. Uh, so they know somewhere around 2014, right? We have Bryant. We have Rizzo. We've drafted Schwarber. We think Baez is going to be part of this. We think Addison Russell is going to be part of this at the time. I think Albert Almora
0: is going to be your center okay.
1: forward. Wilson Contreras wasn't really a name uh-uh. until 2015, but right, right. he's there too. And it is clear that everyone is up in 2021. So it's like, okay we got to be ready to to give out the bag at this point. And here's what they will probably make in arbitration if things go well and they're good, and they have been. So here's our budget. It's easy to budget that from years out. Secondly, we could have told them three to four years ago that their own TV network would not work because there was no way with what the Dodgers were going through they were going to get all their money guaranteed up front like the Dodgers did. Anyone could have told them that. I could have told them that, and I know nothing about business, which is why I don't have a job and no one reads my blog.
0: Hmm.
1: So why hasn't anyone been fired? Why hasn't anyone come out and said, we did this wrong, we have to do this better? Do they not know they did it wrong? Or is this all a surprise to them? Um, it's it, it. It's amazing you could fuck up the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> like It is amazing. Because you have... The best talent one of the best talent bases ever and and evaluators in Theo Epstein. He hasn't completely lost his geniusness. You have a park that's full every day. You have a fan base that will pretty much allow you anything. And they fucked it up. And it's it's stunning. it's, it's truly stunning.
0: They fucked it up after they won a World Series. Right.
1: Which is, which would which should have been impossible.
0: Yes. And they, I mean, so on top of anything they did while actually running the baseball operations of the team, they also fucked it up by just being the most unctuous family possible. I mean, just every time one of them is in the news, it's for something, you know, that said something awful, or they're doing something awful, or their dad is awful, or had to go to mom to ask for some cash. <laughs> It's just it's 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 embarrassing. Well, Dad's
1: just a cantankerous rich guy. As far as I can tell, he doesn't want to get off the couch. Um, what's and what's what I want to know is so now we had this big crisis when Theo Epstein's contract was running out, and he extended it what a year or two ago. Yeah, um, and we talked about this last winter and during the season. What was he told? oh, hey, in two years in the future, we're going to have to get under the luxury tax and all these good players that you brought to our system, to our team that helped win the World Series for the first time a hundred years ago, you're not going to get to keep them. And if he had
0: been told that, would he have signed the extension? Would he yeah, have stayed? I don't know why he would have. So
1: <laughs> I don't understand why he would have either.
0: I mean, I guess it's money. But he could get money doing other things in right. other places. He didn't have to, you know. Yeah. Um,
1: there's probably a list of twenty teams that would hire him for ten million a year or whatever it is he's
0: making. Well, maybe they can trade him to the Astros.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. So it's uh, it's really quite really quite something. I don't. Uh, I mean, I, I
0: guess I if, if Theo is going to, it'll be interesting to see what he says at the convention.
1: Well, he's actually going to show up and talk.
0: Yeah, Chris Bryant's going to be there. Um, Tom
1: Ricketts isn't going to be there because he's a coward. Oh,
0: he's going to be there. He's going to be there Friday night and give his weird little TED Talk. And then um, him and Ryan Dempster and apparently Laura are going to, you know, sit and make goo-goo eyes at each other on stage for five minutes. Why
1: Why shouldn't he be pelted with raw vegetables? Why would anyone not take the opportunity to throw something at him for taking something truly special. It means a lot to a lot of people and still does. And, and not ruining it because 2016 is always going to mean to me what it means now, what it meant then, but essentially taking the, what should have been the afterwards of it and, and, and ruining it simply to to line his own pockets. We're talking about a $4 billion industry here. (laughs) Um, and and he'll get off scot free. I, I there, there's a weird thing with with, with Cubs fans. Uh, maybe I don't. Maybe following just the bloggers. I don't know. Maybe the social media is not the way to go about it. But I at some point when during these Bryant discussions, at a lot of points during these Bryant, discussions, I feel like the last angry man. That people are like, oh, like last night, Josh Donaldson's like, well, that's good for the Cubs. That'll open up the Chris Bryant market. Yeah. No, no, I don't. Right. I don't want to hear about <coughs> the Chris Bryant market opening up. There yes. shouldn't be any discussion of that. It's, any it's, discussion of a Chris Bryant trade should be followed by two words: "fuck" and "you." Those should be the two words I hear after any discussion of Chris Bryant being traded.
0: Well, I think there are there are bloggers who want to be they want to be right as to the kind of package that they get for Bryant.
1: Right, they, they want to be, be able the first one,
0: and they want to go. Oh, that was good. No, you don't want. You don't. You don't realize how good this is. And I right. guarantee you, it's going to be shit. It's going to be there's, terrible. There's no way they do this trade and win that trade. They, well, you they,
1: can't because you're giving up the best player. Right. And then unless are, that trade is for Mookie Betts,
0: and then you sign Mookie Betts to an extension, yeah, which would that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Cubs should easily. Cubs should do that. We just want to pay that
1: guy. If the trade were for Walker Buehler. And maybe one other piece. I would say, you know what? That's not bad, because that's a baseball trade. Now, Tom Riggs occasionally has hinted at. Well, we've handed out contracts, and they've been bad, so we can't keep doing that. And I'm sitting here going, "Well, there's one bad contract. It's Jason Hayward. Yeah. What else has been bad? Does Hugh Darvish's contract really look bad now? No.
0: John Lester paid for his. You knew four John years Lester's.
1: Ago. John Lester's was not going to look good now, and it's over in a year.
0: Yeah, and honestly, even though he's a shell of what he was, the contract's still not that bad. No. Um, so, Jay,
1: I mean, Jason Hayward's doesn't look good. Fine. It's, we've been so. Why isn't the discussion trying to dump him on someone?
0: Right, and I didn't even. I completely lost track of the fact that when he opted, when he chose not to opt out, he triggered. He had, there are twelve teams they can trade him to now. Yeah. So do that, I don't know who those Mystery 12 are, but hopefully one of them goes, yeah, sure. Um Especially if you eat some of the
1: salary. I mean, they only have to shed here 6 or $7 million, a little more to have some flexibility. But if you were to eat half his salary, which is some cost, you're paying it anyway,
0: you're there. Well, one of the things I would be – if I was Theo, I'd be insulted by a lot of stuff. But one of the things I would be insulted by, and I, I talked about this with Bruce Miles yesterday, was – Th- this whole idea that he can't make a trade or sign somebody until he clears payroll. In other words, the Cubs don't trust that he'll do it. Right. The, the uh, Their Hall of Fame general manager can't be trusted to sign a guy today and then before whatever that day is when they calculate the luxury tax. Which is make the end it, of the season. Make it, yes, he has all season to make a corresponding move to get to where you need to get him. They clearly just said, no, don't do not do that. It's amazing. I will
1: say it's also fishy that, it, it, to me, it's weird that Nick Castellanos is still waiting around. Um, yeah,
0: he's clearly hoping that the Cubs are going to make a trade to clear a spot and some cash for him because he but, wants to play for them. But I mean, He's going to end up playing for the Rangers instead. <laughs> right, because we know he's got offers.
1: He could have signed anywhere for a lot of money by now. But people are like, oh well, if we do this, you know, we trade Brian for prospects, we can keep Castellanos. People don't seem to understand what a downgrade that is.
0: Yeah, just That's because not- they're just because their setup at the plate looks similar. Right. That does not <laughs> yeah. make them similar players.
1: I mean, Castellanos is a good hitter. He might even be a very good hitter. I don't know. I don't know how real his second half is. I know that an outfield with him, Schwarber and Hayward is is risky. But how many I mean you to make it work you'd have to trade Bryant for three pitchers who can be in the major leagues now. Don't give me some yahoo who throws 102 miles an hour in high A who I know is going to blow out his arm between now and then. Don't haven't we seen this across town?
0: Well, and especially if the if the Cubs are in a predicament and I don't they are of their own they've defined it as a predicament they have right. a, they have a good team that needs to be supplemented and instead they sit there and go oh oh we can't afford it um <laughs> it's because they for years did a terrible did a shit job of evaluating pitching they couldn't develop any of their own pitching they well also, if you want to hang have feel a, on
1: that that's fine yeah. i understand that well but, and they um, also
0: haven't been able to develop a player that they didn't draft in the top 10 that seems to be an issue for them <laughs> right so then you're like okay well we th- these are the problems these are the things you have to fix so you have basically the same clowns who are going to evaluate who they get in this trade why do you have confidence that all of a sudden they're going to get this right yeah it, i mean I, I, how about I take tell. the guy that you know is a great player and just keep him <laughs> instead of Make the yourself known... appreciably worse and then hope that you hit on one or two of the guys you get in return, none of whom will ever turn out to anything nearly as good as the guy you gave up.
1: in the two, in, And in two years when no one might care anymore. I mean, if, if you're Anthony Rizzo, right, who's gone to ask for an extension, they're like, nope, we don't know. Even though he's signed for the next two years, you don't have to pay him until after the new CBA. You don't know what that's going to look like. You're Anthony Rizzo and you watch this team – punt the next two seasons simply to save them the embarrassment of having to pay Chris Bryant. Why
0: are you staying? Yeah, and if you're Javi, if you're Javi, what's your incentive? And you look at the, it's like okay, well there's I'm the second best player on the team and they're currently trying to fuck over the best player on the team and as soon as they get rid of him then I become the best player on the team. Who's to say they don't do that to me? Screw it. I'll just I want I'll be a free agent. I'll go pick where I want to go. I'm not right. signing up for what, six more years
1: of this. And why is Javi the one they want to sign and not Bryant? Because what? He's younger, slightly? Two
0: years? No, because they assume he'd be cheaper. And he will be, because he's not as good. Right. <laughs> so like Um
1: It's 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 just and like these are not things we should be talking about. We shouldn't be talking about luxury tax and 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 revenue sharing that's their problem not my problem but they've made it my problem and i don't want it to be so i might just leave it all behind
0: well yeah and i just i don't understand every time i see somebody either talk to them or online and they start to go into this um thing about well they can't do this they can't do that it's like why are you siding with the fucking owners i don't i just i don't understand that well they're mixing they're mixing the terms can't and won't
1: but what they've accepted is that this is reality. Oh, no, yeah. they
0: Well, they buy into the idea that, oh, no, no, you can't go over that. Yeah, that's bad. You can't go over that luxury tax threshold for well, more I'll than wait. a year or two. And it's like, well, why don't you if you actually look at the numbers, which you shouldn't have to because you're a fan, you're supposed to just worry about the players. Right. But, yes, they've we're in this weird, you know, where every, everybody is – nobody can be a fan. They all have to be the GM. So they have they to look be, at the they, team they, that they way. They all
1: have to write for fan graphs, and they all have to do their top 30 prospects. Yeah, and they, they all want to be the ones like, oh, no, this is a really good prospect, so I'm the one who said it's a really good
0: prospect. I mean, there is no – I can't believe there's any more lonely person in the world than a supposed minor league expert at a blog. I just i can't imagine what that life is like. They all,
1: they all want to be John Argue- Arguello, but there's only one There's only him. one,
0: yeah. But this um, idea that every prospect is, you know, oh, no, no. They're, every, every system is underrated by the guys that are – doing that well no except
1: the Cubs one that one's terrible <laughs> oh um, but even now
0: there's all these there's these hidden gems down yeah there. oh let me tell you about this guy that I've never Raylan seen Marquez. I've never seen him play but I look at the box score and let me tell you he's really something well
1: the and I, I I probably should do less of insulting my people in this world than I than I am now already but I guess at the risk of doing that it's already gotten me in enough trouble this week god knows but uh, if you're spending your time, and I, I don't know if you're, if, the, if they travel to minor league games or they just watch them all online, you're only doing that to get a job. Uh, if, if you actually like sitting around watching single A baseball from your home, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, I, you know if, if you live in one of these places, fine, you know because that's the live baseball around you. But if you're if you're in any kind of market, and you're
0: still single, I mean, I I just don't feel like there's any saving you. I got paid to watch single A baseball for a summer, and by July, yeah. I wanted to jump out of the press box. <laughs> right. I was like, holy shit! How many more of these games do we have? And I only, at least I only had to do the home ones, but it right. was like, oh my god! And that was you know, and, and that was. The 2003 let's, Beloit Snappers, and they were really good. And it was still like, oh, God, more of this.
1: I will defend them this. What they will say is, and it's not that we, they will say, it's not that we like the idea of trading Chris Bryant, but we have to accept what the real world is. I don't think you do. I don't think you have to accept that. Well, not what when the real, real world,
0: world, is. world is simply defined by, um, they're not even trust fund kids. They're just kids with their hands out to rifling around to dad's pockets. Mm-hmm. have decided that they don't want to just be rich. They want to be filthy rich. And you know, the only way to do that is they already is, are, but well, they want to be filthier rich.
1: It's never enough. You know? It's never enough. What is enough money? What what is the amount of money they can take in personally, not the cubs, but they pocket. That's enough. It's never enough. If the cubs had a like who Who is it, Brett, when I was talking to him about this on Twitter? And I was like, "Why? well, why do you have to trade this? Why can't you just sign them all? And he's like, we can't sign them all and have a $300 million payroll. Well, why can't you?
0: You can. You can absolutely have a $300 million payroll. <laughs> just
1: show me, show me the numbers. And you have to, because if you're going to be the organization that's going to try and interfere in an election... And you're going to ask for all – and you're only interviewing an election so you can get more favors for the other projects you want to do. And you're going to ask for tax dollars. Let me see your books. Let me see the numbers that tell me you can't have a $300 million payroll. It's like everyone's in the NHL and they're going to punish themselves for putting together a good team. Because there's also this idea that the the Cubs are far away from competing. They're like two relief pitchers and one starter – from running away with this division, yep. Um, and then maybe they already have the relievers. I don't know. Bullpens are weird; they can come out of nowhere.
0: So yeah, they're one they're, starter, right? They're clearly acquiring traits this right off season, which is which is fun. better than what they've tried the last couple of years. Which was, well, are
1: big money signings. Which for, was this for... guy used to be hurt, but we'll get him.
0: We'll get him healthy now. They're, you know, God knows it's. I mean, it's, it's all it's all spin rate these days but whatever it is i mean they found the wicks laying on a padre scrap heap and those two worked out at least for well one of them for half a season and one of them for three weeks right and so then those two are like locks in the bullpen now we got those two guys do we, we
1: got those two guys so everything's fine do we well what, is it what are they we don't know <sighs> but again they could be good we don't know they could and, yeah, and is... I, I would I would not expect Craig Kimbrell to be bad again. I would think with a actual spring training and you know an actual run up, uh, he's never going to be Craig Kimbrell again. But he'll be good.
0: Well, we got Brandon Morrow back, so right that'll be fine.
1: Well, he's but he's being paid slightly more than you and I are, so that's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not that's not payroll there. It's just you know, right. You know what's going to happen. He's going to yeah. have a good spring. He's going to be and awesome game. in April. And that's going to and be like, game. oh, no, no. We just, we had to put him, we put him on the 10 day IL for a precaution. It's no big deal. Don't worry about it. And, then never, and we never see him again. <laughs> we never see him again. Yeah. He takes his pants off, his back locks up. And he, he pitches two days in a row in May.
1: <laughs> we never see him again. And then they start whispering about how upset they are that David yeah. Ross is in two days the in a row.
0: About it. We told him he can't handle that workload. He threw six pitches yesterday and he threw nine today. What the <laughs> hell are you thinking? <laughs> Oh, but yeah, that's the kind of stuff we ought to be.
1: We yeah. To be I about. mean, we're, but we're, we're, we're at the wire
0: here. We're I mean, only even like if month. they had just done the bare minimum right now and gone out and found somebody who looked like they could be a serviceable center fielder, gone out and found somebody you think could be, you know, a, a decent option at second base. They haven't done any of that. They haven't done either of those. They haven't addressed yeah. either of those gaping holes. Because they holes. said they can't. No, we got to, we got to clear money first. Why? And,
1: and even second base, they might say, "Okay, you know what? We're just going to give it to Nico Horner." And you know what? Fine, just fine. We'll we'll do that. Um, yeah, it's 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 very weird that they they don't trust Theo. I mean, I guess it would put you in bad leverage if you made it clear that we have to get rid of guys, but you're already doing that. You're already saying we can't do anything, so everyone knows you're over yeah. a barrel. No, it- you're over Jim Hendry's barrel. Um,
0: <laughs> well, the whole leverage thing. We we know they we know in quotes we know they can't until they clear money because other teams have said that the Cubs told them that and agents have told them the Cubs have told right. them that so you already threw your own leverage out the window
1: <laughs> which seems a great strategy
0: I think they threw out the window but they forgot to roll the window down so it's just <laughs> right. rattling around in the back seat while they're distracted and swerving all over the road trying to find it.
1: But uh yeah, I mean if 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 this is the ownership group, so when if they do this and I guess I don't know what the next CBA will look like and what it's but why what's going to keep them from doing this again in 3 years? Oh well, we are is... the construction of our new bathhouse uh, you know, when we bought the metro and put that above it, we that went 300 million dollars over over budget. So we we have to get below whatever the next tax threshold is, I mean, what, what what's going to stop them from just always streamlining this team to keep it from doing what it
0: should do? I mean, why can't they have the common decency to <laughs> everybody's up at 21, just go balls out till 21, right. and then let it all clear out and start over? You can do that. You know, at least then you would have given yourself, you know, what a a seven year run at it, which is more than most teams will ever get and then you and then you build it up and you try to do it again um but instead you just you gave yourself you know 15 16 and 17 and by the end of 17 you were it was pretty much over we didn't really I, know I, it at the time but they chose to let it be, they just didn't add anybody and
1: Well I mean I disagree with that because I, I first of all I don't I still don't consider the 2018 season to be this disaster that everyone gets it's just bad sequencing where they happen to win the most amount of games in the National League and the team that won the same amount just happens to be in their division. Now if the Brewers played in the NL East and you wouldn't see them to the NLCS anyway, no one cares. That's that's a fine season, especially when you Darvish had eight starts. Chris Bryant missed half the year because you still can't figure out what his shoulder injury
0: is. Yeah, you're right. The eight it's it's it was 19 because 18 in right. the 19 19- 18 was the year that the Theo was so proud of the Darvish signing because he felt like he had gotten him at a price where then he could add another player based on the savings, and then at some point, the Ricketts told him, nope, right. we we like that money that you didn't spend, and we're keeping it now. We have it over here in the corner. And,
1: then, and honestly, the only reason last year was so bad is because the first half, of, I could easily point to half, in half, the first half of the season, I could easily point to 10 games. That the bullpen either blew, or didn't allow you to come back. It's not just about blowing leads; it's about not keeping games four to two, three to one, right. where right. your offense can come back and win it. Like so many games that were three to one, that the bullpen game became seven to one.
0: But the issue with for that was one we all saw coming. Yeah. If all they had done the off season before last season was add a couple of competent players to the bench and shore up the bullpen, knowing that your Brandon Morrow was supposed to be your closer and God knows what you're going to get out of him. They didn't have to spend a lot of money to do that, No, but they went super cheap and got nothing of value. And then that's why all that shit happened. That was the most frustrating thing about it was you had this really good team and you cut the most ridiculous corners and it bit you in the ass time after time after time. Mm-hmm. And so this year, this team is worse than that one two years ago, but could still have easily been tuned up this offseason, and they just sat it out again.
1: Yeah, I mean, of all the factors we've talked about, at the end of the day, I still don't know why. They, they they have never said why we have to be under the luxury tax, why we can't lose this, why we can't pay this guy. They just haven't said because they know we don't want to hear the answer answer is we simply don't want it.
0: Well, and the offseason started with the idea that Wilson Contreras is the guy they're going to trade. It's, that's the guy they can. And then that's gone what, away. But I don't think that means that they won't trade him. It just means Bryant's a bigger name, and that's the one that's getting more he, attention.
1: And he's far more savings. You trading Wilson, yeah, only saves you $4 million. $4 million, million dollars. right. Which also makes him very valuable. You're talking about the second best hitting catcher in baseball possibly the best hitting catcher in baseball is offensive numbers are actually better than grand dolls.
0: But I find myself, I have, you know, it's, we're getting close to spring training We're a month away. And I'm like, eh, that'll be nice when they get there. And I know, well, the, my... I know the real reason is that I I'm dreading it because I think they're going to fuck the team up before they get there.
1: Well, and... that's my, it's, it seems to be a race because I just can't fathom them trading Chris Bryant after spring training starts. Like I can't, I can't see them doing it and having Bryant do the the perp walk, <laughs> and 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 everyone's right there and he's already you know you've already gotten people excited for the season they've already seen him in his blue hat. I just don't think they do it. I mean, I, there's no reason they can't. But I mean, look at this logic. Like the, the Nationals don't have enough to give you for Chris Bryant, and you can get out of here with Victor Robles. I don't want to hear it. Um, he's not Juan Soto, and everyone seems to think he is Juan Soto, and he's not. Uh, that's not enough. The Phillies don't have anything I want. And I mean nothing. So that's not a deal. So what's like the Braves? Yeah, Not seeing
0: it. Well, and if you're the Braves, you're going to – you just call the Rockies. Right. Because you might end up with – I guess the the thing with Arenado is you might end up with the same amount of time you would have got out of Bryant because he's got an opt
1: out. And for more money. But that also – He's not as good, so no. he's probably not as expensive. No, he's
0: a – I don't know what – he's a great defensive third baseman, maybe the best ever. I don't know what – of all the positions to have a great one at, I don't know where third ranks. And then we don't know what he's going to hit at at C-level for an entire season. Right.
1: Um, and he's, what, 28? He's the same age. So and – then, and then, see, to me – the idea of trading him with the Dodgers is probably the most galling, even though they have the most to offer.
0: Yeah, because then assuming you somehow get lucky with the trade and you're like, hey, we're pretty good, now you got to go face the fucking Dodgers with Chris Bryan on it.
1: It's galling because, A, this was the team you told me you were competing with. Yeah, These were your only contemporaries. These were your only peers. We were going to have three straight NLCSs, or two straight, was it, and we're going to do this every year. And it's just us and them and, and and we're the we're the modern we're the modern edge of National League baseball. And if you trade them your best player, you're just saying, nope, we're not. We're not as we, we can't be as good, we'll never be as good.
0: Right. You forfeited you forfeited the fight.
1: And and, and then every discussion was is it is it is it Gavin Lux? No, no, you you can't have him. What are you ridiculous? Okay, maybe Dustin May, who I'm not even that impressed by. No, no, don't. What are you, silly? So it's not even their first or second or third best. Probably you can have Alex Verdugo, who lost playing time to Enrique Hernandez or whatever it was last year. Uh,
0: well, yeah, he, so he... he got hurt. He helped. He helped right. keep me from winning my fantasy league.
1: Okay. Fucker. Well, he is Alex hurt. Verdugo enough? I don't think no. he's anywhere close to. No, him.
0: he's a he's a nice player. He's a player that you should not have to trade Chris Bryant to get. Mm-mm. So no.
1: So no. So not only are you, are you waving the white flag in what was supposed to be your main rival, not even the Cardinals anymore, it's just the Dodgers, who you still have one up on. They don't have a World Series title. You do. And you're just saying, no, we can't, we can't compete with them. We can't, we can't do it because they have what? What do they have? Their own TV station? A park that's sold out every game? Draw three million fans? Sounds a lot like what the Cubs do. Uh, so that, that would that would be even worse for me. I don't think I could handle that. I kinda want them to trade him across town. Just burn it all down. Let's just trade him to the White Sox and be done with it. Except White Sox fans would hate him. They don't they don't think he's as good as young Mankata, who they also hate.
0: <laughs> I'd really like to know who the five ass clowns that Dave Kaplan talked to. Who evaluated Bryant and said, he's not even the 30th. He's the not, Clarence. he's not, I don't have him in my top 30. And then the Cubs do this weird thing where they, um, they have, they have plants out in sports media to, well, he won't, adjust, he, uh, he won't listen to coaching. He won't adjust his swing. He Which he already did once. He won't whatever, whatever, whatever. It's like, all right, before he hurt his knee last year, he was fucking awesome. He had like a. Do you guys not remember that? Did we not see that part of win, the season?
1: It was a, a runs created plus of like a hundred and fifty before he got hurt or something? He has
0: the third most wins above replacement since the day he wandered in from the fields with his right. fields of Iowa with his defense fixed.
1: I mean, he's a top this top whole idea player. that
0: he's not that he's not a great player is 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 amazing to me. You know, I don't know if it's just that people take him for granted. I well, I know It has to be taken for granted, but or they like, just
1: assume that these injury, these two past injury plague years are what he is now. Like that's the that's the normal, and the four years where all he did was beat people's skull in.
0: That's that's the abnormality. Yeah, I mean, what they really should be trying to teach him how to fucking slide. Yes, that would help. And not try to trade him. Like, all right, here's what you do. Maybe we just uh maybe you slide feet first forever now. You never slide head first to the first base. And uh you're going to hit 550 career home runs and everything'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that seems like a good idea.
1: Yeah, I don't uh I just I I just don't understand and 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 it it, it I just feel like it would be too much unless they somehow pulled off some ridiculous trade where the other GM completely lost their mind. You know, like... Uh, like, the Braves gave you Albies and uh, the center fielder. Like, they yeah. just <laughs> it's like, All right, you know what? Take them both. Take them both. Like, okay. That's fine. I'll do that. Um, but other than that... Like, other than something like that, then there's just there's just nothing... There's nothing that's worth that. So... Yeah. I don't think we solved anything for this. We, we, you know, I thought we, you said we might get catharsis out of this, but I don't think we have. Like, I think I'm only, I think I'm only more angry. Yeah.
0: We're just riling ourselves up.
1: Yeah. Um, And, and I'm, I'm, even now when I, when I delude myself, and I write about the Cubs uh, a little bit and I, I say, okay, if they don't trade Chris Bryant and I'm dealing with the roster as they have, I mean, I still think the offense will be good because it's filled with good hitters that People have just convinced themselves they're not good hitters, but they have two and a half starters. Maybe they don't. You know, the bullpen is who knows, and they have no bench. I mean, the bench is hilariously bad. It is so bad.
0: Yeah, so bad that when they traded Tony Kemp, there were people that were up in arms. I'm gonna trade Tony Kemp, and I'm like, God damn it, Tony Kemp! Tony Kemp is terrible.
1: Tony King like, is awful. Like,
0: oh, he can play all these positions, and he makes contact. Yes, he makes astonishingly weak contact, <laughs> but not weak enough to take advantage of his speed. Gets right. the ball just hard enough to get thrown out by a step.
1: He'd be better off bunting. And every we, time. is he
0: really any good at any defensive position? I mean, no. yes, he can do a flip. That's awesome. I don't know that you need to do that at second base. I, I
1: think do. he's just a glorified Freddie Bynum
0: with better yeah he's a freddie bynum with a dental plan <laughs> <laughs> tony Kemp, it's not his business card it's not his
1: business card freddie um, bynum with a dental plan so
0: so yeah that yeah, shows I mean, that shows how far they fall fallen. the traded tony Cap. Right? people are like oh my god why would you but do he, that even
1: without any of even without these extenuating circumstances it shouldn't look like this you know the the bench should not be this bad you and, okay, this is where it gets to Theo and Jed and the recently, quote-unquote, promoted
0: Jason McLeod. <laughs> Yeah, Jason, we're promoting you. Your new office is uh, – do you know where the boiler is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it next to that? No, it's in that room. It's
1: in that room. That's fine. There's.
0: Um, we'll, we'll see if we can get you a chair. Not
1: only are we, quote-unquote, promoting you, I'm going to hang you out to dry <laughs> in a press conference.
0: <laughs> yeah, that you're going to storm out of. That was great. <laughs>
1: like, I'm, I'm going to lay you out in this. Without anyone really noticing, um, yeah, they haven't produced one pitcher. And they haven't they haven't produced enough position players to have a bench. I mean, I, we still don't know what Ian Happ is. He might be good. He might be terrible. Yeah. I don't know. We know Albert Elmora is pretty terrible. But the thing with, with Happ is, well, look at how long it took Schwarber to become what we all thought it would. That was like four seasons. Uh, three seasons at least, and we still haven't given Hap that much time. So you know it might be this year that it clicks, and yeah. I'm willing to I'm willing to take that risk. They have to take that risk because he's cheap.
0: Um, I mean, they're telling everybody that he um, defensively he became an, a real center fielder in Iowa last year. I'll believe that when I see it. But well, he clearly yeah. is right now. If you look at the roster, he's their only option there. Well, Almora's still here. Yeah, but I'm saying he's their only option. Yeah, okay, okay. I know full well that Albert got a half a million dollar raise based uh, on that awesome season he had last year. Yeah, I, he I, set career I, lows in how many categories? All right, let's. We're gonna double your salary.
1: Right. I mean, it that's can't how the be that, system works. It can't be that hard to move Hayward along for three quarters or half a salary, and include some prospect as a sweetener to do it. And now everyone's gonna lose their shit. Oh, they can't give other prospects. Like, well, how do you know they're any good?
0: Yeah, chances, odds are, hindsight is when you trade one of these prospects, it's not gonna bite you in the ass,
1: <laughs> right? Because you haven't, you haven't had one too. That what oh my thing? god, uh, Eloy Jimenez. Well, like, okay, we all knew he was gonna be good. Suddenly, he gave him up for nothing, and we don't know that he isn't better off just going out there with a glove on his head. <laughs> um, if if, if you're so ready to call Dylan Cease the future ace, I. Again, I can't help you. No, I don't know that he's ever going to find the plate.
0: I like somebody in the off season said that uh, they're. They said Eloy is like a glacier because you only you've only seen just the part that's sticking out of the water. And I thought, no, that, you're describing his defense. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're, you're describing his defense. <laughs> that's you've, you've been encapsulated it great. And now
1: the Sox have gobbled up all the DH in bats. They can't. Yeah. They can't put him there.
0: Yeah, that, um, that's some very interesting roster construction <laughs> right, that they've so. gone through this year. It was like, okay, the guys we wanted to sign didn't take our money, so who's next? That's the very Jim Hendry way of, <laughs> right. I've got this money, and I've got to spend it right now.
1: Someone will take my money. So here. Yeah. Dallas um, Keuchel,
0: you can you can throw, what, 85 miles an hour, right? Oh, you're a perfect <laughs> fit for this park. Come on down.
1: right. You throw a lot of ground balls, so please do that in front of our horrible infield defense. defense. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, just come and, and hopefully Nick Madrigal, Madrigal will catch everything, even on the shortstop side of the second base, because he's going to have to. Um, but anyway, this is not a White Sox podcast, and my blog is filled with White Sox fan writers, and I don't really want to hear from them, so... <laughs> Um, no,
0: because we're sitting here right now with the very scary prospect that Tyler Chetwood is the fifth starter. And I can't. He I can't, might be the fourth starter. That's true. I can't do that. I cannot watch him. I can't watch him pitch. It just. It's, See. I, okay, there are, there are three that. things I don't watch. I don't watch St. Louis Cardinal playoff games. I don't watch Green Bay Packer playoff games. And I don't watch Tyler Chatwood starts. Not, see, now you're going to make
1: reason. me nude, nude and red again because I thought that one of the interesting things this team could do if it signed one pitcher, not even a good one, just one pitcher, was that it could have Chatwood and Alzali as these sort of multi-inning pieces out of the pen because Alzali can't start. He's never going to throw enough innings to start. He can't do it. But he's too good for AAA. Like he's going to be on the team, right? So you could have him and Chatwood sort of be these not as good as Josh Hader, but used the same way. Where twice a week they come out and they throw two or three innings,
0: yeah, and think each about- time,
1: which would make up for the fact that your rotation is going to be short either way.
0: Yes, in fact, you would you would think somebody's going to do this at some point. You know, the the A's kind of flirt with it. But I, somebody's going to take it to another extreme, and they're going to go with four starters, and they're never going to let them go more than five innings.
1: Right. Well, it's clearly going to happen, especially if and, they shorten the schedule, which but, they've so, talked about. So
0: if you're the Cubs, and you've got, when, it, when healthy, you know, U was going to give you innings, and Q was going to give you innings, if nothing else, then that's a perfect use of Lester. Yes, he may piss and moan when his old buddy goes to get the ball from him on the mound. But, well, that's
1: the other thing. Is is his buddy actually going to go go get the yeah. ball
0: from him? Ooh, John looks mad. I'm just going to sit here. That's great. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. That's some quality management there, Dave.
1: You can argue okay. that they,
0: they have the perfect setup for that right now. Not the perfect setup for it, but the, the, looking at the best way to use those starters is that way. Right. And you're right. And if they just cram Chatwood into the rotation, then he's a guy who then needs to be bailed out because he will have thrown 140 pitches by the fourth inning.
1: Right. You're going to extend everyone. <laughs> Um, I mean that's that's what I would do is or or you have the four guys Chadwood, you know your fourth guys Alec Mills or I don't know what, and then you 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 use an opener you know it's Chadwood or Ausley doing yeah. three or four innings after whoever
0: right because you're you're pretty confident you're going to get good innings out of Darvish and Hendricks you're going to get in, sure. you're going to get innings out of Q and you're going to get um determination yeah. and grit out of John <laughs> Lester.
1: And sweat. He's going to sweat a yes, ton. He's going to have
0: to change. I get there's going to be a start this year where he's going to have to change shirts during an inning. <laughs> yeah. timeout Time Where's out. John going? Is he hurt? No, he's, no. he's he, changing. His shirts. shirt weighed forty seven pounds. He had to change. It. Actually, um, that could be a the thing. They just send that'll be uh, Hattie's new job. Instead of going out and and whispering in their ear and then watching them give up a three run homer, he will now right. bring out a spare shirt for John Lester. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that has got to be the only way. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's how you could run it right now, and I, I think that would be interesting, and I think it would help you cover some weaknesses that you have. But it's not going to work if you trade Quintana and you have to move Chatwood into the rotation. Like I don't like if you if you go with the four, and you say okay during one turn of these four. Both Azalei and Chatwood are going to have to throw three innings each somewhere in here. And then when we come to the fifth day, we'll start with one of the wicks. We'll see, you know, he'll throw the first inning.
0: You got Alec Mills with his windshield glasses and his (laughs) 84-mile-an-hour fastball.
1: And then Chatwood comes out and throws innings two through five, and then you're back in the bullpen anyway, which is what is going to happen with whatever goofus you're having in the fifth starter's role anyway. It would be an interesting way to do it, but, you know, I think we've given up on this team doing anything creative, other than just bitching about how much money they don't have. I have to admit, this team this team claiming poor is creative.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's, we, were hoping, that's we, knew, we We knew they would try out-of-the-box things. Right. We didn't know it would be, oh, yeah. we, we don't have any money.
1: We're in the third biggest market. We're the we're we're the biggest team in the third biggest market. We sell out this park every goddamn game. We have the entire neighborhood is un, is uh, is owned by us. Every building you see is owned by us. Yeah,
0: because this is Chicago is not. It's not a two team baseball town. <laughs> it's a one team is eighty percent of the town. Right. The other is twenty very vocal percent of the town, which makes <laughs> yeah. it feel like there's more than there is. So the you know the the idea that the Cubs aren't are, you know, right. You know, we'd make more money, but we have to share the town with, with the White Sox. So here's the out yeah, of well, the box. Well, you don't you don't here's share the, it with them.
1: They share the town as much as the Dodgers share L. A. with the Angels. Right. Um, so here's here's the here's the out of the box thinking. We're going to tell everybody we don't have any money. That's what we're going to do. And the sad thing is is they'll get away with it because the value of the team's not going to go down. People aren't going to stop going unless they're really awful. And this team just can't be really awful. It's not going to be a 70-win team. Um, uh, and that's,
0: that's clearly what they're – this plan isn't to get – this plan isn't to get better and win a championship. It's to try to proof it so that you never get really bad. Right. You know, the idea of trading Bryant is a they don't want to pay him, and it's b we don't have we don't have any prospects, so this is going to reset it, and then we're always going to be able to win between 80 and 90 games every year, and maybe we'll luck into winning a playoff series or two. Right. And that'll I mean, keep that'll keep everybody off our ass.
1: Maybe one year everything goes right and you win 95.
0: Yeah, and you, they hope to be the the Cardinals who. They won their two last two World Series with their with the two worst teams that they had that made the yes. playoffs. Like, see, you don't need to win all these. You know what? You know what really works, though, guys, is what you found out in twenty sixteen when you just have the best team. It gives you a much better chance of actually winning.
1: <laughs> like, so maybe try that. Superiorly, team. the best team. Ugh. Um. Yeah. Well, they they they've decided that's not worth it. They're not going to do that. That that that's not worth the investment because. Seriously. They, they, they. I mean, in some ways, they got lucky because they created that team and didn't have to pay it anything. Because who made who made serious money on that team? It was Lester, it was Hayward, and it was Zobrist, and that was about it. Like Hendricks wasn't making anything, Etta wasn't making anything, Rizzo for the pr- production he gave you didn't make anything. No. Fowler wasn't even really paid that much. No, he took a. It right. was his
0: pillow contract. It was only thing like took 13 a discount so He
1: took a discount so he didn't have to play in Baltimore. Yes,
0: which was a pretty savvy move.
1: Yes, you have to say. So you didn't pay I mean you, you got a a all time great team for maybe half of what it should have cost you.
0: Right, which is I think what the, the Omaha Hailbillies think they should get every year. Right. And it's like well, why do you need to spend this much money? You only spent that much money in twenty sixteen.
1: Well, yeah, they just don't understand how anything works. Can't we just
0: win with that? Like, well, no.
1: No. We have to keep drafting these players so they never cost anything. It's like, well, yeah, we're not drafting the top ten anymore. We're not drafting the top five. We're not getting the number three overall pick and watching the Astros take some pitcher who never never makes it to the majors. Like, I mean, the amount of fortune that goes into that, it's like, no, you want that team, you got you to gotta pay for it. Right. a
0: and and so then you take you luck out with that, and then you want to cut that short by two years. Yeah, <clears throat> this gift that fell into your lap, this you know, this great unscrew. It was a prospect you couldn't screw up. It turned out to be even better than you thought he was going to be, and then it's like, yeah, that's enough. Those last two years, we don't need him. We'll, uh, yeah, and, and we'll just and, cash and him in.
1: Here we are at the end. This is why I I I'm not sure I can do it anymore. Like I just don't. Like why why would you bother? Why would you su- why, why would you support this, this team that way? There's just no way. I mean, I love the players. I love Javi Baez. I love Rizzo. I love Kyle Hendricks. I love you Darvish. I mean, I love you Darvish these days. Um,
0: I liked his, he, the day after the all the shit went down with the Astros and he wrote. The, he said, hey, if somebody's really going to throw a, a parade, victory yeah. parade, can you do it? Can somebody get me a you garbage jersey? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, he's clearly got the best sense of humor on the team. Um, so so I, uh, I
0: wonder I mean it, what did David Ross know and when did he know it? Did they, Did he know that this is what they were going to do? My he hope, had to have, right? I mean, they claimed well, that they like that, him My so, hope
1: is that Theo went to him and said, look, we have to put all this Chris Bryant stuff out there but they're enacting the real Theo play He's like, look, you're going right. to hear all this Bryant stuff what I'm gonna do yes. is that's such a ridiculous ransom for him. No one's gonna meet him, and he's gonna have to stay on the team. Yeah,
0: and if somebody does say yes, then I'm just gonna up the offer. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes, that's he does. Well, you know we're gonna need this guy too. Then we're gonna oh, need I this guy that. too. Um, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna push it so much. It's like it's like when my friend, who's the lead singer of uh, Tribute to Saurus, I don't know if you know them, but here, but they're. Pretty well known bar band. Yes, I've I've heard of them. You you know, because you know Spiegel. Yeah. So they ended up playing my friend's wedding one day years ago. And I went up to him at the bar during the reception. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing playing a wedding? And he's like, well, he called and we don't like to do weddings. So I just said a price I didn't think anyone (laughs) would match.
0: (laughs) He said yes.
1: So he's like, he's like, a thousand, (laughs) you know, there's 11 of them. He's like, a grand a piece. We need a grand for each of us. And they're like, yes. He's like, well, shit. Now I have to do it. It's a thousand bucks for three hours' work. You know what am I going to do? So that's that's. I hope that's Theo's plan on trading Bryant. Like I'm just going to keep asking. And if someone comes up with this price, well, then I have to do it. Like then it, then it's good for the team. It's a baseball trade. That's my only hope. Yeah.
0: So when I was bitching at Twitter about how, um. You that the, it's impossible to win a Chris Bryant trade because you can't win a trade if you trade the best player. Somebody said, What about Herschel Walker? It's like, Well, the best player in the Herschel Walker trade was Emmett Smith, right. so so you're not disproving my point.
1: I mean, if somehow you acquire someone who becomes better than Chris Bryant <laughs> and pretty quickly, yes, wasn't Emmett Smith like the first draft pick?
0: I think so. I think it was the, out of all
1: that, yeah. Um,
0: well, and that was a great. That also, that's, that's
1: football, though. Like that, you, you, you get to use those picks, right. and they they benefit you immediately. Yes, they're ready
0: immediately, or you know, right away if they work out or not. But the amazing right. thing about that trade was the way Jimmy Johnson did it. They took he. I mean, Mike Lynn had to be the dumbest person ever. So he trades actual players off of his roster with the proviso that if the Cowboys cut them, they then get replaced by draft picks.
1: Right. <laughs> and he's
0: like, well, no, these are good players. They're going to want them. And Jimmy's like, we didn't want any of them. Any of them. And they yeah, cut right. some of them immediately. They didn't even bother to have them come to Dallas. And Mike Lynn's like, oh, shit. They're going to take all the draft All of picks. our
1: draft picks. No. And we're not going to be any good because you can't really base a team <laughs> on a running back. No. Um... Yeah, so it's that kind of thing. That's that's what it would take. Yeah, so
0: if they want to make one of those trades, then we'll, we'll yeah, go that's that.
1: fine. But... And you can't you can't trade draft picks in baseball, so it's not that.
0: Well, you can if you're the Cardinals,
1: Apparently. because they
0: give you for no unknown reason you get those fucking competitive balance picks, and those you're allowed to trade. And so that's one of the things they did to get the guy from Tampa.
1: Yeah, I know everyone's losing their mud that the Cardinals might get Arenado. I don't know how much better he makes them. Unless, like, you really believe well, Tommy it's, Edmund is like it's, the new.
0: It's funny they're in the they're operating with the same way the Cubs are, which they basically have told. I don't even know who they pretend the GM is, but um, <laughs> Mosel, Mosleyak, whatever, Moselak, is, Moselak, whatever his yeah. name is, the they basically told him the same thing Theo is. Is yes, you can get Aaron out of it, you've got a clear salary to do it, um,
1: because they don't have all the money in the world either.
0: No, even though. They have a half a billion dollar TV deal. <laughs> You're right. <sighs>
1: uh, so I mean, what, a, what? a fucking sport! They're all doing this too. Yes. Like it's not just the no. Cubs.
0: Like um, you almost wonder if one owner just says, "Fuck it, I don't care." I, you shun me at the owner's meetings. I don't give a shit. Yeah, what would you I bought this team because like, I want to win games.
1: They can't make you sell the team unless you like say something racist or. Have your players followed by private investigators? Oh hell! This is
0: baseball's a sport where Frank McCourt bought the team with no money.
1: <laughs> right. Couldn't he pay. Literally, couldn't pay a, didn't have any money.
0: Couldn't pay any of the bills, and then sold it for a billion dollars. Derek really didn't him. have any money. Yeah, they had to get uh, rid of. They had to get rid of their entire outfield because <laughs> Derek couldn't make payroll.
1: <laughs> right. So, yeah. What? What is it? I mean, yeah. If you if you're the owner who says, you know what. Fuck this. I want to win a World Series. I'm just gonna go get guys. Which is what the Yankees are kind of doing now. Yeah. Like they don't the, seem to care about the luxury it's tax like Hank payroll. and Hell
0: finally figured out, you know, hey, we're Steinbrenners.
1: <laughs> right. We're and some, we own Yes. We're we were some, the first ones <laughs> to do this.
0: Right, that and is, we just and we just got it back for cheap.
1: Yes is on my PSV package, and I live in Chicago. Yeah. Um and they're like, yeah, we're just we're gonna have a two hundred and forty million million payroll. We don't care. We're the goddamn Yankees. Yeah.
0: Well, and you keep waiting for the Dodgers to do it. Yeah. And maybe they will. You know, and as these guys, as they have to pay Bellinger and those guys, they're just like, you know, what? We're not playing the stupid shell game where we dump a guy to keep a guy. We're the Dodgers. Fuck it. It's time, right. It's time to win all the World Series. Well, they
1: also have. They just keep. They just keep producing guys.
0: Yeah, they do what Theo envisioned the Cubs doing. Right. Which is every year there's somebody, there's some hot shit that you either bring up and he immediately (laughs) torches the league or you trade him for something that you need. Right. uh, You know, I don't know that uh, Alex Lang did that for the Cubs. No, I don't think he did. Whoever else the guys were that, you know. (sighs) Well. Well, I don't feel any better. Nope, sorry. The therapy session was a failure. Well, great.
1: Well, enjoy listening to us yell for an hour. I hope you did. <laughs> I hope you did, dear listener. We're only being honest.
0: Yeah, I can't so. imagine the people that listen to this for disagreeing with us.
1: No, all eight of them. Um, all right, well, I guess we'll do this after the con- when they trade Chris Bryant or
0: spring have, training or... I have to have an emergency podcast when they've... Well, I would... Some there's going to be some news at the convention. No, I don't think they do that anymore. No, I, even if it's just who the clowns are on marquee, something they're not going to have, they're not going to have made it. We trade.
1: already know who it's going it to be. Ryan Dempster, like eleven hours a day. <sighs> like that's all they got. I'm still amazed they didn't take the Hawks with them. Like you need something in the winter. Like the Red Sox took the Bruins, the yeah the Yankees took the Nets. Like, hey, we got to have programming in the winter. They're not always going to want to watch a game from June of '84.
0: Well, I liked that. So, I think it was I think it was John Greenberg that said, "Well, maybe there's a package of DePaul basketball they could buy." Like, oh yeah, there you go. I like <laughs> how the a- the DePaul Renaissance took it right in the shorts as soon as they started playing Big East games this year. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so, oh yeah, we can't win any of these. That was fun, though. Hey, we had December, guys.
1: That is – it's just for – you know, you'd think if you just followed around their father because, like, for whatever Papa Ricketts is, and he's a lot of things, like, he he pretty much is a self-made guy. Yeah. So he knows what he's doing. You'd think growing up around him and just being around him, you'd absorb some level of business sense. But you'd be wrong because his kids don't have any idea what they're doing.
0: No, I mean, if I was running the business school at Loyola or University of Chicago, I would want, I would, I would urge the Ricketts to stop reminding people that they went there. You're right. <laughs> like, guys, could you maybe tone down the alumni stuff? We'd still we, like, we don't, it. we'd like we, you to donate. I'm sure they don't get. I'm sure they don't donate. I, yeah,
1: we don't want anyone to know you went here. Yeah,
0: especially Loyola has got to try to expunge the existence of Todd. <laughs> right i mean that's a if i'm recruiting against them i go to i go to a college fair with a picture of todd ricketts you really want to be this with with loyola of chicago listed under him and watch all the kids run away from their booth
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right then all right well we'll see what happens thanks so much for having me if this was indeed the last time
0: Oh, it won't be the last because even if they do make the trade, then I you have to come on. So we'll I have to come it, on, so and we can and react, and
1: then I can officially sign off and sell all my tickets that no one will want. But
0: who knows? Maybe they'll do what Bruce Levine said they were going to do, and they'll just add Nolan Arenado, and they won't trade Chris Bryant. They'll have well, that's, them
1: both. What, that's what a real team would do.
0: That's absolutely what a real team would do.
1: I love but, that those that those rumors were were prefixed on. Well, the 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 Rockies will take Contreras and Hayward for him. Oh, sure. I'm sure they will. Um, whatever. I mean, hey, you know what? Trying Chris Bryant center. Why not? What do you need to lose.
0: Just some fly balls in the sun.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but whatever other doofus they have is going to do that too. And then
0: somebody was somebody's only objection to that was that well that that would be hard on his knees. <laughs>
1: like, what? as if what bending is, over a third base every field. Pitch. Yeah. And I
0: remember the absurd thing, I don't remember what, I don't remember what player it was, but he had a bad knee and the, this team moved him to center. Because the center fielder doesn't have to unless they're running back to the wall behind them, they can more gradually slow down. Right. And so the, there's the theory that center is actually easier on your knees than the corners are. But I'm like, really that's your objection to Chris Bryant in center field is that it might be harder on his knees? How about the fact that the poor guy's got to play center field every day? <laughs> right. That should be your objection.
1: Well. Not that
0: his knees might get hurt, but there are still people out there and, I, and you know, that said, I told you he was too tall to play third base. <laughs> like, right. For fuck's sakes. <laughs> he never got hurt bending over to pick up a ground ball. I think he can do that. Scott Rowland was the same size, and the only thing I ever hurt him was the fucking turf in Philadelphia. It didn't have anything to do with the fact he was six <laughs> five. No. he's I mean, Someday he'll probably go to the Hall of Fame. I think it worked out okay.
1: Let us hope that we get to have this discussion for real come March. Like that we're actually talking about, yeah, they they're gonna they're gonna try Chris Bryan in the center field a lot of the time. Let's let us hope I would I would much rather have that than so how do you think these three pitchers they got who've never been above double A and who everyone at you know whoever else, your 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 buddy at uh, who does the, the Bears uh, podcast with you Oh, yeah, this guy's got a a 40-plus fastball. I don't know what the fuck that means. (laughs) I don't care. Um, I'd rather be doing the Chris Bryant center field discussion. Well, I had
0: floated a theory similar to yours that Theo was set – your theory that Theo intentionally set the price too high for anybody to meet. I thought that the rumors came out right before the convention – or for the the winter meetings because Theo knew they weren't going to be able to do anything. And if he scared Cub fans with the idea they might trade Chris Bryant – when the meetings were over and the Cubs hadn't done anything, people wouldn't I be just, mad. They'd be relieved. It's like, oh, thank God they didn't they didn't trade him. But then, and maybe that's what he did. And these rumors just keep, you know, you you get these idiots. You know, uh, you know John Heyman will occasionally break a story, but whenever they're <clears throat> trying to connect dots, it's always ridiculous. John Paul Morosi is like the worst at this. He's like, <laughs> he's like, well, this team wants to trade this guy. And this guy, if there's a perfect fit there, have they ever talked about it? Uh sure. <laughs> like, no it's not an answer sure it's not an answer so you almost wonder if they've, they've they're just been self-perpetuating since then like the Cubs intentionally floated the idea that they might trade and they haven't had any discussion since but the media keeps kicking it up right I mean that could be
1: I guess just, Yes. Uh,
0: I just I don't yeah, I'll never. I don't, I'll, I'll, I'll never I don't
1: know I don't know what you do with a summer that doesn't involve baseball I don't know that I could do it like without going nuts because it's, it's such the centerpiece of what I do in the summer, but uh yeah, too much, too much. I mean, I already feel bad forking over my season, take my partial season ticket money to these assholes, uh, and buying the beer. Yeah, oh, God, I, I, uh, I mean, I feel bad, but it's like, okay, well, you know, they've already won, you know, they, they get the money, whatever. So why should I? I was here first. Why should I go without something I love? But but this is this is a bridge too far. I think yeah
0: i've over the years i've become very much a home watcher of sports like yeah. if i i will never go to another bear game just, it's just a pain but yeah, in but the ass lot of
1: football is terrible
0: it's just and a pain like, in the ass the experience sucks i'm not going
1: and i like i went this year to my first live football game in like nine years i went to the game in denver which is one of the few they won oh, was yeah. when, I, when i was still optimistic about what they could be and like the experience was fun because they were a very close friend who was, you know, Broncos fan. It was cool to be in another stadium. But the actual watching of a football game live sucks. Yeah. Like I don't know how many yards he gained. I don't know if he got the first down unless you have got seats like on the forty. Like you don't know.
0: No, and that's when you realize how often nothing happens. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, oh, they go there a commercial <laughs> for how much longer? Oh, good. Right.
1: Or they sit around talking about the penalty. It was ninety-two degrees that day. Yeah. So could you could you speed this up a little bit? It's a little warm out here.
0: Well, I was going to say, the one exception that I still make is I, is going to baseball games because right. to me, that experience is is still, it's, to me, it's the best of all of the ones that I go to. And I have, not only do I have, I don't have any plans to go to a Cub game this year, and I don't know that I have any desire to go. Not after I've, got, all this. I've got like four sets of friends who have season tickets. I can pretty much go whenever I want. And I'm like, eh, eh. Do I really want the hassle of driving in, trying to find a place to park, go to the game, come out, when I can just half-asleep watch it Well, you live
1: home. far away. I live well, That's true. A, away. But, but it's but... always
0: been worth it to me to do it. Right. It's like, no, it's fun. And I don't go to that many a year. Go to five or six a year, and that's fun. And this year, I'm like, eh. I didn't go to any last year, and I don't miss it. So enjoy that, Crane
1: how does he have a job jesus christ you're talking about falling upward uh, anyway that's another podcast yep. we're done here this blog is over
0: <laughs> all right well uh we'll check back in after the convention sounds good all right see you later, Sam.